Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Feel good. Hello and welcome to the Feels Good Podcast. Please welcome this amazingly talented athlete and all-around great person, Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? I'm from, I was born in Pittsburgh. My, like, my grandparents are from there. My mom and dad met in college there. Like, we were, my sisters and I were all born there. But then I moved to Connecticut for, like, nine years and then to Florida. So, but my dad has Steelers all over his house. Like, he has a signed football I got from him for him before. <laughs> Just, like, watches the games every Sunday. And he's like, you're interviewing Juju? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like, so funny. I asked yeah. you, when, I, when I came to Pittsburgh, I was, like, 20 years old. And I came to, like, you know, coming from Los Angeles, I came to a small, like, a small city. And they die hard love sports here. So I didn't drive. I, I, I didn't have my license at the time. So I lived in Southside, um, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you there's like a cheesecake factory in Southside, and it's it's an awesome city. I love it here, and the fans are amazing. Uh, it's so funny you're from Pittsburgh. That's it's like out of all the places in the world, like you know, yeah. being who you are, coming from a city like this, like people probably would never know. Yeah, well, it's like you know, I tried to visit when I can. Now, like my whole family kind of are snowbirds, and they moved down south. So I have like one grandma left in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so I still try. Oh, actually, no, my aunt is there too. Oh, she's going to hate me for that. I don't know if that makes me bandwagon. What what defines bandwagon? It's like you're not watching every game, but you're still supporting the team. Like, yeah, that- a, a bandwagon is someone like right now, you know, we're 11 and one. So it's like, wow, I'm rooting for the best team. But then again, like you have that hometown advantage. Like, you got the I'm roots. Pittsburgh, so you got the roots. So it's really, you're really not bandwagon. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Woo, thank you for that. I'm sure all the comments are going to be like, nah, you're bandwagon. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs> and I do have the roots, so it's fine. But so you're originally from L.A., Yes, I was uh, born in Long Beach, California. I uh, went to Long Beach, went to uh, uh, USC for two and, a, two and a half years, and then decided to live my dream. And growing up, you always played football. Like, you're, how, how yes. did you get into it? So I've been playing football since I was, like, four years old. And I also played, I also played rugby uh, because of my, my mom. She's Samoan, so I was always in that. Rugby was just, like, a big tradition for Polynesians. So I did that. I also ran track. I hate it track, but, you know, something you, you got to do during the off-season as a football player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, stuck with it ever since. And I, I knew I can get a scholarship for it to go to college, and I did that, and it kind of just paid out. Now I'm in my fourth year into the NFL. That's so awesome. My God. Like, how crazy is that? You Did you – when you started, were you, like, so confident of, yeah, I'm going to be in the NFL. It's happening. I'm not worried about it. That's that's just what I'm doing. Yeah. So, like, everyone talks about an it factor. And the it mm-hmm. factor for me was, I would say, like, my freshman year in college, or no, my freshman year in high school, um, I go into the office and this, this lady named Coach Kim's like, hey, what college do you want to go to? And she literally can name every college you probably could think of from D1 to D2 to D3. And I was like, I want to go to USC. So then uh, fast forward a year later, you know, I, started, I got a call from San Jose State. I got a call from Oregon. I got a call from, like, literally all these schools. And at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to be playing NFL. So now I had, like, 35 offers to go to college, for scholarships. Yeah. And I was like, jeez. 
USC it is. I'm staying home. <laughs> I was just trying to get in one. I was like, all right, who's going who's gonna to take me? But I ended up I going to... Florida State, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you like it there? It was such a party school. So much fun. And yeah. it, but like the games were so much fun too. Like we yeah, you were, guys were good back then too. Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> was I bandwagon then too? Cause I would go <laughs> and I'd party at the games and I just go cause it was just so much fun and the energy was so much fun. But I went to UCF for a year before Florida state and okay. like it was more of like, um, it was fun, but I like wanted the traditional, college experience and I always just loved Florida State so I was like all right I was like a little bit because I'm from like West Palm Beach um Mm -hmm. this area called Stewart Florida and then I was like all right I don't want to go too far because I still like I was working like three jobs in college so I was like I'm just gonna stay kind of close to home so every weekend I had a really good bartending job and I made a lot of money bartending so I'm like every other weekend I'll just come down so I'll do UCF this year and then next year, do FSU. So that's, oh, that's kind of how cool. I made my decision. So, but, so how did you, how did you like, to where you're at today? Like, what made you, like, when, when was your it factor? If I, if me, I'm asking you to be like, wow, this is what I want to do with, like, for my life for a living. I think I've always kind of just did what I wanted in the moment. And, but I think, I don't know, actually, being spontaneous and seeing opportunities, I think, is kind of what led me out to LA and being where I I am now, and you know, taking risks. But also, I would say Vine, Vine is what really yes. like blew me up. Like being on that platform, and then me just putting out content that I shot and edited and just like threw out there didn't thinking anything of it i'm just like i'm learning how to use this platform and then seeing millions of people or thousands of people at the time the millions of people starting to support it and watch it i'm like this is something you know it's like the same with you when the colleges were all reaching out to you and you're like oh (laughs) there's something yeah i got this yeah Yeah, this is something that's working yeah I mean, and you're no, you like, especially are no stranger to social media. You have 3.4 million Instagram followers, 1.1 million Twitter followers, 1.1 million YouTube subscribers, and 2.5 million followers on TikTok. Like, how do you find the time as a professional athlete to do social media? It's, it's so hard. Um, it's hard and easy. It goes both ways. I would say this in college, I was anti-social media. People were like my best friend was like, yo, you should get social media. I'm like, nah, I think it's bad. You know, every time I post something, it can turn into the wrong thing. Or once, once you post it, you, you it's there forever. Yeah. So then he was like, well, here, let, let me, let me, you know, help you. So I started social media and I was like, man, it could be a positive game changer and change so many people's lives, you know? So I started and I was like, okay, now, it's so hard for a football player to become, you know, very known on social media. Um, you guys like OBJ, guys like Tom Brady, guys like Cam Newton, like these are like top tier guys who are like constantly known. And for myself, you know, I always say to the president that, you know, because we wear a helmet, it's hard for us to show our personality. So ever since I've been in the NFL, I've always hit key points, culture things that are going on, and just show my personality and just be myself. And I think just like you, you know, you started to post stuff that people started to watch and you're like, wow, they really, they really like, you know, to know the personal life of, of myself. So, mm-hmm. um, and just to keep that going on and on, it was just something that's like very good. And 
uh, you expand your brand to be something not just more just just an athlete you know you're uh, a tiktok you know an influencer you do youtube stuff you do you post up on twitter and like snap it's just it's a really cool it's a really cool platform to uh, use in a positive way yeah have you inspired so you kind of on your own or did you see obj posting on like his instagram and stuff and you're like oh that's cool or was it something you're like you know what maybe i'll give this a try and or you just were enjoying other people's content and you're like, yeah, I can make stuff like that. So it was a little bit of both. I think more so is that I had so much content that I, like, I wouldn't put out. Like I would make funny videos and like wouldn't even post it just to like show my friends yeah. and like, in the group chat and they'll laugh. And I'm like, they're like, yo, you should post that. And I was like, uh, okay, we'll see. So then I just decided to just start posting like funny videos, you know, doing stuff on YouTube, um, you know, at my at my school. And just like you, like you say, you know, you see people start liking it. You're like, wow, OK, my, you know, my self-confidence there. So let me just keep posting more and more. And then uh, it got to the point where um, now I'm like, you know, it's a, like a star, I guess, on social media. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's just a great platform to make people feel good, I guess. For sure. And it like provides longevity as well into a different like branch of your own career. So you have football, you're amazing. You're a superstar in that. And then you have social media as well. And like you said, that's your personal life and people are able to connect with you even more and interested in your personal life even more, which opens so many different avenues of different things you can do. Like I, I, I love watching your content. For me, it's, it's so authentic. Like you can watch your videos and you, you automatically do feel really good. Just even watching you dance just <laughs> on the field and stuff <laughs> like the energy that you have. I'm just like, this guy is awesome. Like I want to be his friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny you say that. So like, um, we lost our first game yesterday. Right. And yeah. you know, I think we, I think, I think we needed that. You know, I think, I think we needed to be humble and I'm so happy that it happened early in our season, late, that rather late in the playoffs. So, uh, and you, you know, you know when you like you're very big on social media when people. So I run this one play, boom! I get hit. I hurt my shoulder. Okay, I get off. I walk off the field because I'm hurting, mm-hmm. and you can hear the other team talking about go make that TikTok now, go dance now. And it's just in my head, I was like, is that what they're really thinking about right now? Because like we're playing an actual NFL game. Yeah, and I was like people think about me doing TikTok dances on logos and stuff like that, and it's just like now you know, like you're more than just bigger than just being a football player. You know, you're doing dances on TikTok, you're doing stuff on on Instagram, you're doing stuff on social media where people are like, you know, pointing it out. So um, it's so funny that you know people talk about that. I love it. I think it's so cool, and keep doing it because that's like the content I cannot, and it shows. Oh my god, this says a lot because even for me. Like I'm, I was busy filming all day yesterday, all the day, all day, the day before. And it's like, I, I don't even have cable and I barely have all these platforms downloaded on my, on my phone. So I usually watch highlights or clips or, you know, something that I can consume or if I have time to relax, just sit down and watch a game too. But for me, the stuff that I consume really quickly throughout the day is stuff on TikTok, stuff on Instagram, and you're reaching a whole new audience, even if it's not people that watch football, like you're reaching like a whole different demographic for yourself. Also, you know, I'm sure a ton of them watch football, but also a ton of them, you're getting exposure to all different countries as well, which is really cool. I don't know for sure. I, I'm, I'm so curious, like, how do you have time to make content <laughs> on top of what you're doing, you know, constantly <laughs> every day? 
and I, 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 it's, it, you know, for me, like looking, looking at your platform, like your, your, your platform is obviously 20 times more huge. And it's just like, now you're a person from, you know, Pittsburgh and, and you know, Monroeville, which is, which is a cool, cool city. I like Monroeville. It's cool. It's cute. Thanks. <laughs> so being in LA now, like how for you, it's like you have this huge platform. Like how do you constantly keep up with like doing stuff like every day while filming? Uh, just keep going. <laughs> I don't know. Like for, for me, I, I like what I do. I think you love what you do too. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what fuels me. I mean, I can be exhausted, but still show up for things and perform and feel good about it because I'm happy to be doing what I do, you know, and I feel lucky for it too. Like, I I feel like a lot of success is obviously hard work and there's Mm -hmm. a lot that needs to go behind that continuously to stay at the top or to stay like climbing and growing towards your new goals because I know for me, I'm always setting new goals. And for you, I'm sure too, especially in sports, you're setting new goals for yourself too, yes. new milestones. So that really helps push me. What are some of like the goals you have set for yourself this year or going into 2021? Yeah, say? so my goals, my goals as far as like football goals, you know, we talk about a thousand yards, we talk about a hundred catches, 10 plus touchdowns. <laughs> Um, as a team goal, obviously we want to win a, a world championship, you know, like that's mainly the goal, you know, I think um, at the end of the day, like me winning the Super Bowl championship will override any of my personal goals when it comes to football. Um, life goal, my life goals um, that I live by daily are, are literally two things, you know, it's two things, simple. And you can tell anybody this, one is it's lit, you know, always, like, it's lit, like every everything I do is lit. <laughs> And then two um, is make it make a change in someone's life in once a day. Like do something positive once a day, whether it is telling a random stranger, hi, how are you doing today? Thank you. You know, like, you know, just doing polite, polite things. It doesn't have to be nothing where like go out of your way and buy TV for people or give back to the community. Um, it, honestly, it could be as simple as call your mom. Hey, mom, how are you doing today? How's life? What's your how you doing anything that's going on like that um but yeah number two is it's let have fun always because when you have when you have fun doing it it means it makes everything easy for me school wasn't the best but i had fun with it i got through it uh and then obviously number one like i said make a positive make a change to my life you know once a day i i think another way to put that too is just like enjoying the process like a lot of us yes. um get lost in the day-to-day work of things and then we become like robots and then it's just like you're not enjoying the process anymore and it's just not performing as well because that translates through your work so i think you're set up for a ton of success with that mindset of keeping it lit and then also (laughs) also um paying it forward yeah being positive making people feel good that comes back uh, i believe in karma so much like I it just, it comes back to you in so many ways and not even having that mindset of why you're doing it. It just like feels good too to mm-hmm. be a good human to other people. Like seeing somebody smile is like the sweetest thing. And it, they say you, you know, a lot about a person, um, you know, if they have a dog, yes. <laughs> I know you have bougie. 
<laughs> so yes. cute. And he's super famous too. How do you, do you run his Instagram page? He has like, yeah, yeah. I run, I run his, yeah, yeah. I run his account and it's so <laughs> funny. So cute. And like with dogs, they're so simple. Like, you know, the best thing about a dog, you know, I got bougie coming into my rookie year and I was like in Pittsburgh by myself all alone at 20 years old and I didn't have family here. So I was like, man, I'm gonna get a dog. And I got a French Bulldog because I've always wanted one. You know, they're small, they don't shed, you know, they're so cute, cute, they snore, and they're funny, their personality. So when I got him, I was like, I'm gonna make an Instagram page. And with dogs, they're so simple. I used to get a picture of them. They're always cute regardless of what they're doing our videos. No Photoshop. No Photoshop. <laughs> no Photoshop. And then when you come home and you have like a long day of work and you're just like not feeling it, you honestly, they are like, happy just to see you no matter what so it's cute and bougie uh he he's definitely a dog he actually gets uh he actually get brand deals and some of that too so it's pretty cool oh yeah he did your um recent what was it the pack he was on yes. that with you yeah. yes he did the pack of amazon yeah 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 pretty cool so I love it <laughs> he's a superstar yeah it's pretty cool and then also i, I give his cut you know you know we, we, we split the cut you know making sure everyone gets paid out <laughs> What did he get? Uh, he, out of the cut, he I would say he got twenty five thousand. Oh, okay, bougie. Bougie, I mean, he's bougie, li- bougie. Bougie is bougie. Has he? Did you train him yourself, or is he trained? Has or did you send him off to training program? So I had a, I had a trainer um, that would come to my house, and we would work out. We do sessions um, cool. since he was like one years old, and we would just work on stuff. And he's pretty well trained. Um, I, I would say. I would bring him on camera, but he's with his girlfriend right now at her house. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, rumor has it that there's a lot of fun to be had, especially in the way of pranks. I I know you talked about keeping it lit, but in the locker room, what are some of the best pranks you've played or that has somebody has played on you? The best pranks. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's so funny. So, um, our starting running back James Conner like would take his car keys and like hide them so he doesn't go. Home. <laughs> oh no! And literally, he has to find a ride home. And then when he finds a ride, when he gets home, he doesn't obviously he doesn't have his car with him. So yeah. someone has to bring him back because then like they'll text the they'll text the uh, the equipment guys like yo James Conner keys are actually in his shoes in his locker. So then he has to go all the way back, and that's like one of the most funniest ones. Poor. Um, or- God, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> you and guys imagine, go all the way through with it. Like you, you keep oh, it going. Yes. Oh, yeah. imagine oh. like leave, imagine like going home thirty minutes and then trying to find a way back and then driving back. I'd be so annoyed. Um, another, <laughs> yeah, another, and then another funny one is um, if a rookie messes up or something like that, they'll take all his clothes and like they will put it in a coat tub, and he has to wear it to practice. Oh my God. It's you guys not. Are it's brutal in there. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty tough. And other than that, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Besides, like nothing, like nothing very little, I guess I would say. You know, but yeah, that's go bigger, go home. Yep. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I I've played some pranks. Actually, I think you know him, uh, Andrew Bachelor, King Batch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. so he's he's like my best friend. So yeah. we, um, especially during like mine days, we would always play pranks back and forth on each other. And yeah. it was like so much fun when you were playing the prank on somebody, but when they're doing it to you, it's like the worst worst thing it's ever. It's the worst. 
And it got like bad. It got to the point where, uh, what happened? Oh, Batch leaked my address and then I leaked his phone number and then he put confetti all in my car and it's still to this day in my air conditioning vents in my car because he didn't do like just the small pieces. He put big ones down in the air vents. Yeah. And then he like taped up my car and then I hid pot pies all around his apartment, like cooked pot pies that smell horrible if you leave them for like more than two days so i put him in his closet like all over his house and it just like a stink bomb and he had no idea for the longest time of where it was coming from so <laughs> Yo, that's, you guys are going super like intense yeah it's dangerous like and then we're like okay we need to stop <laughs> this is getting tiring how long, how long has this been going on for how long um, was it going on for it was going on for a good like six months back and forth so that's like, so funny. It's a lot. And the link number and address is like, whoa, that's like That's intense. where it ended. That's where it ended. That's when we were like, Yeah, that was just too much. Yeah, we're done here. <laughs> but a good thing was that I was moving soon, so <laughs> there's that. And I knew like I was just I just leaked his number, so <laughs> just to get even. <laughs> I'm like, you can get a new one, okay? That's so my funny. life. Yeah. But I I do want to know because, I mean, you play so many different teams. Is there always a favorite team that you like to play? Um, uh, certain stadiums I do like playing in um, just because the environment's loud and tough. Um, so I, I like uh, Cleveland Browns. They're awesome stadium to play in just because everything's close quarters and it's tight. Um, it's very loud. Um, their fans are insanely crazy, so I love to go over there and win. Um, I also love playing in Mercedes Dome, which is the Saints Stadium, which is super loud, obviously, too. Um, and then I also love playing at home. And think about what Stilo Nation fans, they're literally everywhere. We played against the Los Angeles Chargers last year. And honestly, I, mean, I can tell you, like, it was probably like 80%. It felt like a home. It was literally a home game for us. Oh, God. And, That's so awesome. Yeah. And it's so cool. So. I mean, you're probably busy now, but if we go to the Super Bowl, I'll promise you I'll give you two tickets if you oh, would like to learn. So my God, that, I am there. Count, I am there. Yeah, so <laughs> just bring your boyfriend and find the babysitter from Falco, and then we can yeah. definitely set it up. But it's <laughs> so much fun. And oh. I'm pretty sure wherever we go, it's like still fans are insane. But honestly, the best team to play in is probably Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh my god. And I don't god. know if you've ever been to a game in Pittsburgh, but it's it's pretty uh, insane. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's, insane. It was freezing, but it was so much freezing. Fun. <laughs> That's probably yeah. one thing you do not miss about Pittsburgh. It is so cold here. It, like literally like but it's 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 better now, you know, but the snow is insane. Yeah, that's why I would think you would just like list all the warmest cities to play in. Or warmest states, you're just like, yeah, <laughs> this is what I prefer. Because do you perform better in warmer weather? Or yeah, yeah, obviously, I, I think you do. Um, but I think it's also pretty cool that, like, you know, because we're the code, we love to have teams that are like from the West Coast who play in warm weather and come to the code, and they're like, oh no. yeah, we out here. Um, yeah, that's true. Well, I remember one game. I think my rookie year, we played against um, the Browns, and it was probably like five degrees. I kid you not. And like when it gets that code, uh, we use this thing called skin warmth. It's like this, this like little uh, cream you rub on your body 
you mix it with Vaseline, you put it in your nose so you can breathe better, and then, like, literally just covers all your pores. So by the time you sweat and, like, you're running, like, you feel totally good. You feel warm. Oh, whoa. Is that sold to the public? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm going to get some of that next time I go to like Colorado or Pittsburgh. <laughs> when I go, to, where's the Super Bowl this year? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be in Florida. It's in Tampa. It's oh, be <laughs> yeah. okay. So I should not apply my skin warmth before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, when you, when you guys play because you're making it there and you're getting the damn ring that is happening, that energy out there. The same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us, our families trust us to give them a safe and protected home. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals, grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. That is why I trust Clorox Regular Bleach. By mixing one-third cup of Clorox Regular Bleach with one gallon of water, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces, it kills 99.9% of germs and bacteria on a variety of surfaces. From our kitchen floors to counters to bathroom tubs to, of course, laundry wipes. I know I can count on Clorox disinfecting products to give myself and my family the best home we deserve. I use Clorox disinfecting products at my home to keep my floors clean, my door handles clean, and just everything clean because I got a little puppy running around. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones because when, when it, it counts, counts, trust Clorox. Feel good. You believe in uh, manifestation. Do I believe? Just like when you say something, this is going to happen, you put that energy out there and you kind of manifest it for yourself of just like, you know what, this is going to be a good day, everything's going to be good, and it turns out to be a great day because you put that energy out there. Oh, yes. Yes. Or writing things down. Yes, yes, all of that. So for me, it's like, um, kind of, I don't know if this is probably the same thing, like if I dream how how we're going to play, like the game's going to go. I dream about it the night before. I wake up the next day and I'm like, okay, this is this is how the vibes are, and this is what I yeah. think. So yes, I believe that. Yeah, and that's something I, I don't know. I, I just feel like maybe it's, it changes your perspective a little bit too. But the more I'm like confident in something or putting that like positive vibes out there that you radiate all the time, it really just makes a huge difference. No, so any. How do you deal with like, and I know this is a, such a common question. I mean, anytime I do interviews, I always get asked this and I have like a copy and paste answer at this point, but maybe you have something new for me. But when, when it comes to like the hate comments and everything, you know, I'm sure you receive like other fans from other teams and like your comment oh, yeah. section or. <laughs> I'm, yeah, definitely. And it's so funny. So tonight I have a stream um, on Twitch and I have to like, and we just lost, so I'm gonna get all that tonight. So, um, <laughs> but with the hate, the hate comment, it, it's more so of like for me, it's just like, you know, not everyone's gonna wish you the best. You know, like you're gonna have haters out there. Like that's gonna be a common thing. Everything you do, you know, especially you know in this, in the sports industry, um, people, it's very competitive. So for me, it's more so like make the best out of it. You know, you take those hate, you take those negative vibes, and you turn it into positive. Like mm-hmm. it's there's no point to be down on yourself because you have people hate on you and there's negative vibes and you're not feeling it. 
for me, it's just more so like, hey, I'll take those, I'll take those words and I'll, you know, use it for motivation and I'll become better. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's life. It moves on. Things happen for a reason. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from, you know, what you lost and you gain from it and you come back 20 times stronger. And yeah. to make them stop hating you, honestly, just do you. And like I said, at the end of the day, Amanda, even in your position, like you're, you're going to have haters because they don't want to see you shine. And you're going to get those messages and you probably get those messages now. And you probably get, you know, those, those people in the comments talking, you know, trash and that's just them. But, you know, everyone's going to have haters and that's just the way life is. You know what I tried doing um, was like Eminem-ing it uh, and just like call it like, <laughs> even, I even did it during this podcast, like calling out, um, I'm bandwagon <laughs> before the comments even got to it. It's like, ha, I beat you to it. But yeah. it's, it, it's funny because it's like, obviously some comments are just like brutal and just not even, and, and there's zero truth to it. And then some comments you're just like, oh, well, yeah, okay, <laughs> take a note yeah, and you, you can apply it. Yeah. Because some, some can be constructive, but most of the hate comments are just hate. And like, like you said, it's just like, all right, how can I... I'm going to flip you over to the other side one day, but it's fine. It's like, it's not, if anything, that's fuel for me to do more in life. So thanks for feeding me, you know? Oh, no, for sure. And, and that's, and that's, uh, that's a really cool thing. You know, like, the way you think about it, the way you handle it, I think that's awesome. Um, but, thanks. you know, just, just, just do you. Like <laughs> <laughs> just do you. I'm trying to be like Juju. <laughs> just do you. And you're trying to be like me, but I'm really trying to be like <laughs> <laughs> we are each other. <laughs> Can I ask you an LA question? Uh-huh. One LA question. What is your favorite place to eat at in LA? Oh, um, okay. So I'm vegan. So, yeah. that, that's fine. Okay. What is your favorite <laughs> vegan spot? Yeah. So I can tell you my favorite vegan the... spot. Oh, okay, cool. So mine is Crossroads. Where's that? There? Oh, you have to go to Crossroads. It's um, it's on Melrose, I believe, and Sweetser. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Crossroads sounds fine. Yeah, at the Crossroads, but it's it's really good. It's like a fine dining vegan cuisine. It, like it's very loungy, a cool vibe. It's not like overly plants and stuff in your face. But it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a cheap vegan. Yeah, I, I, I try vegan food, and it's like, dude, respect to you. And I don't know how long you've been vegan for, but she, 11 years. She, 11 years? Yeah. Is, that, is your boyfriend vegan? Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. he was he was before before I didn't make him vegan. Okay, okay. That, well, that's good, though, because it goes hand in hand. It makes life yeah. easier. You know, you don't we have plants to together. Yes, <laughs> plants. <laughs> so, wait, what's um, your favorite um, vegan place? Veggie Grill. Oh, do you, consider, girl. do you consider that vegan? That's vegan, right? Oh yeah, full on, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I, so yeah, so with veggie grill, the reason why I love it because like it's normal food. It looks like normal food, you know, like the burgers, even though it's like obviously plant based and like, but it just looks everything's natural and it tastes yeah. so good and it's just so healthy. Yeah, um, that's it, my favorite spot. <laughs> it's it's crazy what they can do and what they can make out of plants. Like you look at it, you're like, all right, this is a little bit more processed, but it's better than the alternative. And then yes. I, I know you're, you would love, if you like veggie girl, 
you're going to love Crossroads and you're going to remember and thank me forever that you go there. So I'll definitely try it. Yeah, you have to. Uh, it's so much fun because it's, it's just such a vibe. Like Veggie Girl is cool to like order from, I feel like. Yes. I always just like order from there, but like actually going and sitting down and eating um, Crossroads is cool. But I feel like there's so many restaurants in LA that have vegan options. Like literally every restaurant here has a vegan menu. So yes. what is your favorite non-vegan restaurant in LA? Uh so I'm a sucker for Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. That's but the only I mean, one that does not have vegan options. Yeah. <laughs> I take so, it back. But as far as like for food, like overall great meal, I'm probably going to go with uh, uh, Mastro's. Oh. I love Mastro's. I love their butter cake. It's insane. Is it, is it still open? I don't know. I've not been to LA in the past three, four months. I don't know how oh. LA is right now with oh, COVID and everything. No, so three, four months you were here and it was open. Yeah, yeah. Last month, oh. like, beginning, like last year. Or just okay. earlier, this, earlier this year. Did they change locations or something? I, I felt like... There's were... one... Yeah, so there's one in Beverly Hills that, yeah. that, that I would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also one, like, I think it's Malibu, mm-hmm. out by Nobu. But other than that, like, that's, uh, I just love Mashables. Like, your steaks, the, honestly, the butter cake is just, like, oh. <laughs> I miss no, LA I, food. This place is not the same. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about Permani Brothers, which is from Pittsburgh. What is? You ever heard of Permani Brothers? No. Okay, so it's, like, it's big thing in Pittsburgh, and it's, like, honestly, I'm not trying to down Pittsburgh, but it's probably not the best. And Pittsburgh <laughs> food is all right. I'm coming from LA, everything in LA is just, wow. It's so good. I agree. I mean, like even coming from Florida here, it's like, cause I spend a lot of time in Florida. So yes. when I'm here, I'm like, Oh, so many more options and the the flavors and everything's just so good. But, um, yeah, LA de- definitely does have a one up on other, other States. I think when it comes to food, but I, I will say you, you said a lot of motivation, for you is numbers, right? Numbers are a big thing in life. And that yes. comes with like, um, different like goals that you set for yourself within the game, different financial goals that you set for yourself just to be able to live the lifestyle that you want and give bougie yes. his lifestyle too. Yes. And <laughs> so with that, you even started your own merch line, like which includes yes. hoodies, hats, masks with your brand all over it and you're selling it now for the holidays too, right? Are there yes. any discounts or hookups you're doing for the holidays for your fan base on, and it's yeah, teamjuju.com, so, right? Or they can find yes, it. Yes, yes, teamjuju.com. Um, so yes, obviously we're, we have stuff on sales, obviously for all the merch, um, especially, uh, you know, with, with the whole bougie, the new team juju line and everything. It's pretty cool. Um, literally the first we dropped, I think like a couple of days, or I think a week ago like in the morning and we sold out literally in seconds. And it was oh, like, man. it was tough because, um, still our fans, like the, we don't have a lot of people on our team that does merch. That's very mm-hmm. like out there like that. So when I dropped, we like sold out. So like now for Christmas, we're trying to get all that back up going. Like, it, you know, and I'm pretty sure you get the same thing in your comments and everything about merch and about stuff like, Hey, when are you, when are you dropping this again? When are you dropping this again? Can you please, do you guys ship to, you know, outside of the country? And it's just like, I constantly get those uh, comments and like messages. And that's just something that's like very popular. So, and it's pretty simple, you know, it's nothing too crazy. Something you can wear, you know, on a daily and out. So 
Um, definitely got to send you some gear, Amanda. So yeah, no, I'll order it. I'll go on. I mean, you might have to send it if it's all sold out, like, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll try to order it. <laughs> but I think that's so awesome. And I love how entrepreneurial you are and I'm sure you're building other things. Like, is there anything that you can talk about business wise of things that you're working on? Yeah. So, um, right now I just, I started a gaming team called team diverge. Uh, it is a gaming company. I love, love video games, um, since I was a kid. So that's always been a, a dear and near passion to my heart. Um, so be Real pretty quick, much what's your, what's your favorite game right now? Fortnite. Mm. It's Fortnite. It's, it's going right now between Fortnite and like Call of Duty. Nice. Does your, uh, did your boyfriend play? Yep, all the time. <laughs> what game does he play? He plays Call of Duty a lot. Let's go. Yeah. Let's oh, you guys should play. Yeah. Yeah. So down. Yeah, no, he's actually uh, really good. Wait, so what does he play on? A PC. Oh, oh, you're in his gaming setup. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Nah, definitely <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, no, def- a bit, def- big gamer. And then, like I said, you know, I started Team Diverge because I've always been a big gamer. I want to be able to compete. And this is something that's, like, near and dear to my heart. So if I'm going to do something 100% full passion, so why not gaming? I love it. And how do you recruit for your team? Um, so we just did a recruitment on the, an RC, basically. And we pretty much put it on social media. People send in their clips. It's, they tag us. And then we have interviews with certain players and stuff like that. So, and we go compete. You make money. And... You know, there's a lot of young kids, a lot of young gamers who are just hungry. And you can see them now that people are making a living off of it. So it's really oh, yeah. cool to see uh, these young kids do it. I saw how much uh, Johannes has improved over quarantine, too. And I'm just like, all right, like these gamers out here are probably just like <laughs> yes. really just like skill levels going up, 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 up with all like the time and people willing to play. And just, oh, my God, it's such a community. It's so cool. No, nah, and, and awesome then I, I, that you do that. Yeah, it's awesome because, like, um, the fact that you, uh, uh, he can play on PC, that's, like, high next level, you know? Because, like, if he's a real-life gamer. If he's on PC, he's a real-life gamer, and that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I know. I, I was trying to set up one in Florida, too. And for me, I'm like, this is complicated for anybody who wants to set up a PC. Like, I'm like knowing exactly what to get and all that. Like, I'm sure there's some blogs out there and stuff that would have made it easier. But I'm oh, like, no, you, sure. you have to really put this together. It's a whole it's a whole thing. It's not easy. Definitely <laughs> not easy. Yeah. Well, I love that. And I, I do want to ask you one more question before we go to uh, feel good fan questions really quick that some people wrote in for you. Um, but just now, especially, I'm sure the energy is so much different when you're playing games with empty stadiums or, you know, especially with COVID restrictions. So how, how does that affect everybody's playtime? Because you're not able to hype yourself off off the energy of like, yeah. you know, the fans around you. So obviously we're not allowed to have fans. We don't have fans in our stadium. And obviously you want to feel the energy uh, between your fans. So right now with COVID everything, we're only allowed family members. So in the stands, all you see is like, hey, well, hey, dad. And like 80, in like the 68,000 like stadium, it's like mom, dad, brother, sister. And then like you have like people's like girlfriend and family members. So there's only like 60 people in the stands oh, cheering you on, right? Can you please shoot a video like that? Yes, I'll definitely shoot. I'll shoot our next home video for you. This is our next home game will be after Christmas. So I'll, I'll be able to show you. That'll be and so. Just, like, just so edit small. it. 
like have it just a full on like <laughs> sketch. I think that'd be hilarious <laughs> just yeah. to see that mom. It's just empty. This <laughs> <laughs> mom empty. So, and then also with COVID, we get tested every day. So we, we get the nose swab every day um, mm-hmm. in the morning. And then if you get COVID, obviously you're out for 10 days. Um, you test positive. And then we also wear trackers for people out there who are wondering where these trackers, the little device. Um, because if you're a person who had COVID, if you test positive and you're within seven minutes of him, you can be opt out for five days too. Whoa. That so, detailed. Wow. Yes. That's so cool. Literally. literally. And also, um, we have the most craziest, like, we played three games in 12 days because of COVID, because of games mm-hmm. being pushed back. Like, we played last Wednesday. We played this Monday. We played next Sunday. So it's like with COVID and everything in football season, everything gets cluttered together and it's just messes everything up and it just takes a toll on our body. Uh, for sure. I mean, I get when you're sore from a workout, you need like recovery days. And if you're playing yes. 100% on the field, like, oh my God, you, you need a massage, you need a spa day, you need all that. Literally but you'll get massages, there. all of that <laughs> within two, three days before your next game. Uh, Hey, after the Super Bowl, you can just like fully <laughs> see. I'm putting I'm putting that energy out there. It's happening. I swear. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> so we'll we'll go to fan questions really quickly. So I'm gonna just riddle these off. What does Juju mean, and when did it become what everyone called you? Uh, yeah. So Juju is just a meaning of a nickname. Um, I will say, when I'm like four or five years old, my auntie named me like Choo Choo Train. And then ever since then, it's been like Juju. Aww. So like people don't even know my real name unless they like no know me. So for yeah. example, like in middle school, high school, teachers, parents, other people just say Juju, Juju. And then like when it comes down to like me writing my name, like to sign, I always have to sign like, my real name. So I have to put like John Smith Schuster. And <clears throat> I added Schuster as my second last name because of my stepfather. Oh. So at first I used to just be John Smith. So I'm like, if you ever see like the like, example names, like SAT, people are like John Smith. Oh my it's god. It's so funny. So yeah. but yeah, Juju is uh, a nickname. So yeah. I love it. That's such a good story. And so freaking cute. Choo choo. <laughs> Does anybody call you choo choo still? No, no, no. Oh, no we're no. not starting that. We're not starting No, we're not doing that. Teasing that. Doing that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Even though we really want to. All right, next question. Do you prefer the gym atmosphere or working outside? Um, that's tough. I honestly prefer the working outside. I'm the type of person to, to be outside, outdoors, um, whether it's stairs, whether it's doing you know, stuff on the football field, uh, being able to um, you know, mainly run routes, catch a ball, stuff like that. How about you? I... I think, I don't know. I think I like, I like outside, but body weight exercises outside. See, it's like, I'm not, I'm not lifting huge weights in the gym. Like Mm -hmm. I'm all about like just doing body weight workouts, a lot of HIIT training. So I like being in different locations for that. And I think it's more entertaining than just being in like a closed gym. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm multitasking too. All right. So who is the best cornerback you've ever played against? Um, I was have to say uh, Stephon Gilmore. 
Um, he is a cornerback for the Patriots. He's really good. Um, I, re- I respect his game, and he's he's one of those guys that you know he's a he's a vet veteran guy um, that's playing for a very long time. So I give him the respect to say it to him. All right, this question: Do you want to retire as a Steeler, or would you like the chance to play for other teams as well? I feel like um, this is politics. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is like one of those questions where, like, you have to, you know, don't be too honest, but let them know, like, hey, yeah, of course, I'm retired still. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, I you're a businessman, too. Yeah, of course, man. This is a business game. Uh, I would definitely love to retire as a Stillers. Um, obviously, you know, with the whole contract and everything going on this year for me. So um, the Stillers have to sign me before um, March. 15th and if they don't then i'm gonna hit the market and see what other teams have to offer that could be a good tick tock tick tock time is ticking for decisions all right final question um oh actually no there's like two more okay who do you think is going to play in the super bowl we already know this the steelers are going to be in the super bowl this year and if you had to lay bets what team will win steelers all right go ahead you can answer (laughs) I, I think Amanda answered for me already. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Do you know who stole your bike? Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> fun, fun fact, fun story. So I didn't have my license. I was 20 years old coming to Pittsburgh. So I lived by the facility, obviously, in Southside. And I bought a bike. And every day I always ride my bike to work. And one morning I was late to meetings because my bike was stolen. So then it went viral, hit the social media, and like became like this biggest thing that in Pittsburgh that people just love to talk about. <laughs> and I offered the person. So one of my teammates offered the guy free tickets and two hundred dollars if he returns the bike. And then the person that returned the bike, we found out that he had like a hundred bikes stolen in his house. And yeah, and this is like Mount Oliver. So this is like next to Mount Washington um, in Pittsburgh. And literally, this guy tried to collect the two tickets and the $200, but instead, he ends up, like, getting caught and having all these bikes in his house. So then that's, like, been, like, the biggest thing um, my work year for bikes. And then after that, we did, I did, like, this um You did a, a sting giveaway. operation. Yes. you did. <laughs> yes. Legit. <laughs> So then after that, like, a bike has been a huge thing for me. So, like, after that, I received, like, five more bikes from, like, five different companies because they just they saw how big it was. And then I ended up giving, like, a, 100 bikes away. And I ended up giving 100 bikes to Boys and Girls Club. And then we also gave 20 bikes away for each state. Um, That's so cool. Uh, so we gave away a lot of bikes, honestly. Practice what you preach, my friend. Giving back. But also – Talking about business opportunities, I would buy a Juju bike. So a little choo-choo bike is what a Juju bike is what I would get. You should make your own bikes is what I'm saying. Like that's the whole like who has their own bike brand? You do. So that'd be cool. Do that. And then you could do that every year and give back every year with your own brand. I mean most definitely. Please do that also. I'm taking I'm taking that. I'm taking your idea. (laughs) No. It's yours. I just like reiterated it. So I think, I think this is all great. I don't want to take any more of your free day, your you time, your juju time. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for hanging out and talking with me. 
I have your number. We're going to be friends forever because our astrology makes sense. And I love you. And I oh. am going to be your friend forever. So I'm just making that clear. So uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Honestly, everybody, thanks for having me. I appreciate all those great questions. Uh, sorry that Jacqueline wasn't here, but till I said hi. And then I will. also, um, thank you, Amanda. You're awesome. And it feels good to be on Feels Good. So hey. it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> well, thank you again. And I'll, I'll talk to you later. Have great games coming forward. Take care of yourself. Take care of your health. And you're going to kill it. And I'll see you at the Super Bowl. I'll see you there. See ya. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Feel good.